Hi everyone, this is Jagir Teresa. Welcome to Hoops and Hurdles. I'm coming today because I want to come and talk about mental health, um, dealing with depression and suicide. Um, lately in the news, I know we lost like three celebrities. Um, I think Regina King's son um, died of suicide and then we had another guy um, who died of suicide in Miss USA from 2019, um, she took her life a couple of days ago of suicide. And I know you have some family members and some friends who probably lost themselves um, through suicide. And I just, as a mental health professional, I just really wanted to come and talk about this topic, kind of detour for what I usually do. Um, mental health is real. Um, my podcast, yes, is on narcissist, narcissist, which is part of mental health, but Right now, um, depression is real. Suicide is real. People are literally taking their lives. And I just want to come and give some information on um, what they found at the Miss USA of 2019, Chesley. Um, they diagnosed her with high-functioning depression. And I know a lot of people are like, what is this? <laughs> I know, right? Um, I didn't even know it was a such thing. Yes, mental health. Mental illness come in different type of forms. Um, it wasn't, we really didn't have, mental illness has always been around, but it wasn't talked about as much as it has, it is now in today's society. And again, you know, by me being a qualified mental health professional, I just want to come and kind of tell you what I found out what high functioning depression was. Um, basically, high functioning depression is kind of like, um, it's similar to major depression, but less severe. Um, the person may change how they eat, how they sleep. Um, they have low self-esteem, fatigue. They feel hopeless. And they have difficulty concentrating. But if you looked at Miss, U, uh, Miss United States, Chrisley, Chris, Chrisley uh, from 2019, if you looked at her TikToks, if you looked at her Instagrams, you would never thought that she was facing any type of depression because she was always up. Um, she was always working or as her peers or coworkers say that she was giving them um, inspirational words and encouraging them to get it still inside of herself. She was fighting her own demons. Um, last night I was on Instagram because I was scrolling and I love the Chrisleys. I don't know if y'all watch them or not, but I love the Chrisleys. And they ended up doing a live about um, Nick, who is Savannah's friend guy. Um, he tried to commit, I guess, suicide a couple of days ago. And he came on to tell his story before TMZ did. And he said, um, I think he just had got over COVID or was going through COVID. And it just kind of like if oh, the barber coming in. Um, to cut his hair, he probably would have been dead because the barber was the one that found his body, you know, but found him laying there. But he's fine. He's um, he's with the Chrisleys and they came last night to do their live about, you know, suicide and et cetera. Um, but with high functioning, the individual functions as normal. Um, but they're struggling inside. They they have internal demons within them, but they function as normal, like they go to work, 
Um, they go to school, they continue their activities, they uplift other people. It's high functioning, like they're still functioning like they're normal, but inside they are fighting something within themselves. Treatment is possible. You can get medications and you can go to therapy if it's caught early or if you want that. Um, I just hate for her that she felt as though she had to take her life uh, by jumping off a building, which was sad. Um, some people don't know how to cope. Some people don't know how to ask for help. Some people feel as though, you know, asking for help or seeing a therapist make them make them crazy. They don't make you crazy. They make just, it's okay to say, I'm not okay. It's okay to say that. Um, high function depression is also called persistent depressive disorder or PDD. Um, again, the person function mostly normal, um, going to work, like I said, performing well, keeping up with um, responsibilities at home, engaging in social activities. And like I said, if you were to look at Miss USA from 2019, she was doing all of those things. Um, but on the other hand, when we talk about major depression, um, individuals feel sad, empty, hopeless, on the verge of tears, their appetite is changing, they're gaining weight or they're losing weight. Um, they their appetite, their appetite may increase or decrease. They thinking about death, suicide, they fatigue, they may sleep a lot or they may have insomnia. Those are the things of major depression. So if you see you have the high level, uh, the high depression, high functioning depression, I'm sorry. And then you have the major depression where you kind of like this. So if I kind of do it like this, if we say high functioning, it's kind of like this. And then if you say major depression, it's kind of like this. Um, but at the end of the day, um, it's okay, people, to get therapy. Um, I'm, I'm going to be transparent because I was one of those uh, people who tried to take my life several times. But like uh, Mr. Nick from the Chrisleys, somebody came and spared my life, you know. Um, but I was also kind of like Miss USA of 2019 also. You know, I was, you know, I was. I make other people laugh. I was still going to work. I was still um, doing school. I was still being social. I was still being active, but I was fighting things with that within, within myself. So I was like, I can't do this, you know, and different things in life will trigger that. For me, it was kind of like um, I've been holding on to baggage from when I was six years old. You know, you know how we, they had that meme. Where every year this lady, the lady, she had his bag and she stepped up on the step, you know, and it's kind of like what she's leaving, but what she's carrying. My thing was what I supposed to be leaving. I was also carrying it. And it's sometimes it just got to the point where my bag just started splitting and I couldn't carry no more, you know. You have molestation in the bag. You have being domestic abuse uh, in the bag. You have uh, my mother's death, you know, my grandparents' death. Then you have, you know, homelessness, you know, all that was in my bag. And I'm still picking it up being, you know, um, race, being raised, uh, racism, all that in the bag, you know. Then when I lost my cousin last year, oh Lord, when I put that in the bag, it was kind of like my bag was like, our oh, Aunt Teresa, we, we, we can't carry no more. You know, so it's different things that triggers people, you know, pleasing people, trying to please people, trying to please the world. If you are a celebrity and you're always in the public eyesight, you never have 
privacy. You never have downtown. Downtown. Everything you post, you know, the shade room or TMZ or somebody, you know, got it. It's no downtown. And that's why I tell people, stop looking at everything you see on social media. Stop idolizing other people's lives on social media. Because what these people are posting on social media is not what's going on behind that picture or that video. Because like I said, take Miss USA, for example, from 2019. Miss uh, Chrissy, I don't want to butcher her name. But take her, for example. If you go look at her pages and her TikTok, she was the most bubbliest thing ever. You know, and you will just think, oh, she got her life together and et cetera, you know, and this baby took her life, you know, and it's not just celebrities going through this. It's us, you know, normal people who may not be in the public eye all the time. You know, we may be going through things. We may have our own traumas and stuff that we're carrying from family members and from previous relationships and friendships and, you know, and sometimes we get pushed to the point it's kind of like, I don't even want to live this life no more. But, <clears throat> but we should not get to that point. Y'all, it's okay to not be okay. I'm a strong friend. <laughs> I'm a strong person. And sometimes I have to say, I'm not okay. I am not okay. You know? And yes, my pride used to get in the way. My pride used to get in the way. But now I'm kind of like, it is what it is. I, 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 I'm not okay. And I'm telling you guys the same thing. It is it is okay to say I am not okay. It is okay to seek therapy. Um, if you live here in the state of Texas and you live in the Wilco, Travis County area, we have integral care here in Travis County. In Wilco, we have Blue Bonnet Trails for mental health. Uh, if you want any other additional information, you know, you can inbox me, email me. I will look into it. Um also, you can reach out to my um, my friend who did a podcast with me a couple of weeks ago, Dr. Uh, Tara Brown. If you want assistance um, or where to go, we like Mississippi. If you are in Mississippi, um, I think somebody reached out to me and was like they didn't have anything. You know, they needed. And you know, we she found somebody for them. Like it don't matter what state you're in, wherever you at, and watching this video, and you are going through something. I even have the numbers below scrolling. The numbers below that are scrolling is the National Suicide Prevention Life um, Lifeline. The number is one 8255 The next number is Trevor. Project Lifeline, and it is 1-866-488-7386. And you can also, it's also a crisis text line. Text HOME is at the bottom scrolling. If you miss what I'm saying, text HOME, H-O-M-E, to 741-741 to speak with the crisis counselor. Um. You and like I said, I have it scrolling down there. If you miss what I said, you guys, y'all, it is okay to say I am not okay. Ask those hard questions. I, I mean, I have friends that would ask me hard questions, and I'll be honest. Um, it don't matter what your friend, family member, or whatever is posting. Like I said, depression come in many different forms, and high function depression, your function is normal. But then you have your major depression where you know something's wrong with somebody because they don't have no energy, they fatigue, they appetite changing, they losing weight, you know, they crying all the time. 
you know, oh yeah, they the prince. What's wrong with you? You know, even if they say ain't nothing wrong with me, y'all ask the tough questions. Are you considering suicide? You know, even with high functioning people, if they even if you post the happy pictures all the time, like I said, you cannot believe everything people are posting or saying. You know, still, if you even having a conversation, just be like, how you doing today? How you feeling? You know, oh, I'm feeling fine. I'm feeling good. You know, still ask them, you know, have you ever had any suicidal thoughts or homicidal thoughts? You know, and they probably gonna look at you crazy, but at least you ask that question. You know, <clears throat> if a person open up to you about something, be that box for them, you know, be that confidence, you know, that that, that, that person they confide in, you know, don't don't get people information to um play on them later on. If somebody confiding you about something, you know, be that person's safe haven. Don't use it for your own personal gain. Don't do that. Um, listen to the person without judgment. If the person is coming to you about something and they trust you, listen to them without judgment. Sometimes a person don't even want you to talk. Sometimes a person just wants you to listen. And sometimes you can get more with by listening to a person than by opening your mouth. Because a person will say a lot if you just listen. Um, if you suspect something with um, your friend or family member or whatever, even with yourself, you know, if you suspect anything, you know, you ain't feeling right. If you having suicide ideations, if you having homicide ideations, um, uh, call 911 or local emergency number. Um, uh, you could, like I said, you could text talk to 741-741 to communicate with the train crisis council. Um, if the person have already tried to commit the suicide or they have any ideations, stay with the person until the professional help arrive. Do not leave the scene. Stay there till somebody come. Um, and if you see anything that may that they make it harm themselves or you, try to remove any weapons, medications, or other potential um, harmful objects that the person making harm themselves or you with. And I congratulate Ty Chrisley because he said that after the incident with his um, daughter's friend guy, he went back to the house and removed everything in the house that would cause Nick harm, which was alcohol. He said he pulled all this shit out. <laughs> and I commend him for that. And I commend all three of them for coming live yesterday and even putting that out there. Um, you you guys, we are in a pandemic and the pandemic turned all our lives around because before the pandemic, we were so used to getting up, going out, hanging with our friends, going to work, you know, doing big gatherings with our family, being social. We didn't have to wear no masks. We didn't have to social distance. We didn't have to put hand sanitizer on. But now after the pandemic, it's kind of like, is messing with our mental because we still trying to hang with our family, but you still have to have your mask on. You have to go to the grocery store with a mask on. You have to work out with a mask on. You have to be in, you know, group events with a mask on. It's, and then even if you did get vaccinated, you know, it's kind of like the the virus is, is multiplying in different forms. And it's kind of like this last one. Everybody was catching it. Everybody was up in the air with you know what I'm saying. And it's 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 mad on the mental because now it's kind of like, dang, I can't even be around my family because I don't even know if you even got who you've been around. It, it, it's 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 hard for your mental state, you guys. And that's why 
I do self-care Wednesdays to where I show you or tell you different things you can do for self-care. Um, get out the house. Even if it's just you by yourself, get out the house, go off a trail, you know, go walk down the street, take a scroll, ride your bike, paint, draw, color, read, listen to music. Don't listen to no demon music. Listen to uplifting um, music um, because you, what you listen to and what you watch can also change your mood. So you have to be mindful of what you are um, listening to and what you watch. So make sure if you watch a movie um, like me, I like watching cartoons. I love cartoons. Um, find something uplifting when you watch it. Um, you can hang with friends if you like, um, but put your mask on. <laughs> um, just get out the house. Do something positive. Block anything that's negative. Um, like me, I work from home. So therefore, my work life and my home life is now entwining. And I'm like, Lord, my house used to be my safe haven and my peace. But now I have to work from home. But I have found other outlets for um, self-care, which is, you know, walking. Uh, my friend took me to this place last week called Splatter Paint. We found out that they had this little axe throwing thing and a break uh, room where you could break things. A breaker room, I think that's what they call it. Um, we want to try that out. Um, take yourself out to eat. Or go out to eat with friends, you know. But like I said, you may have to wear your mask unless when you put it down or whatever. But you know, um, exercise and therapy. Uh, I have now <laughs> gotten into therapy, and I'm okay with that. I tried therapy before, and I was like, nah, but it ain't. Mm -mm. But I am actually in therapy, and when I say my therapist is the truth, she is the truth. And like I said, I have been battling things since I was six years old, and now she has bought some things out of me and it's kind of like i used to couldn't talk about certain things without crying but you know after all these activities she done gave me and all these tools she done gave me and i use them y'all i'm telling you therapy is okay getting a counselor is okay you know it's okay to say i'm not okay um how I knew it was time for me to get therapy was because I was very aggressive I started being a, becoming aggressive um, and even though you may say something to me and you didn't mean no harm, I took it offensive and I started seeing red and it's kind of like, uh, uh, let me go on. Cause the, my next step was, I probably ended up hurting somebody, if not, you know, so I was like, let me get therapy. It, it feel like the weight of the world is on your shoulders, but you still trying to appear in the public eye a certain way. But behind closed doors, their weight is there. We have to get that off us, you guys. So, like I said, if you having any type of suicide ideations, homicide ideations, you know, if you feel some type of way, then like I said, the numbers are scrolling, y'all. Use those. I will also type it in when I get off this um, get off this feed or whatever. Um, but take care of yourself you guys take care of your mental state check on your strong friends even if they're not strong friends check on your people you say you love don't wait till it's too late and they done took their life and now y'all want to put all this stuff on social media now y'all want to put all these you know people in the clouds with the wings on them when you had a chance to reach out to these people even if they you they don't have 
signs of I may not feel, you know, I may I'm not suicidal. Still check on your people. If the Lord have somebody come across your mind, check on them. Even if it's just a text that, hey, I'm thinking about you. Or, what you got going? You know, check on your people. You know what I'm saying? It is okay. Um, again, when I say you got people who are high functioning, high functioning depression, they, they work as normal, they go with their normal life, but they're dealing with internal things, eternal things. But you also have the major depression where you have people who are crying all the time, who ain't eating, they losing weight, they fatigue, they thinking about just, I'm, I'm over, I just really want to take my life, I don't want to live. You know, you have different people who deal with different depressions. Call your people, check on your people. Also, be mindful of what you say to people. You know, I know people like it's a free country. I can say what I want. Sometimes your opinion triggers things in people. Be mindful what you say and what you do. People have triggers and you don't know what them folks triggers are. Some people know how to catch their triggers and they can redirect you uh, to make you reword what you said. But some people do not have control over their triggers. And that's why you have so many. Um, what you call it, homicide, suicide, or homicides, or something like that, homicide, suicide, where they'll take your life and then they'll turn around and take their life because <clears throat> it's a trigger that you didn't push and they can't control it. So, therefore, they're gonna probably end up taking your life. And then some people don't take their life, they'll just take your life and be gone by their business. But you do have some that would take your life and their life too. So, be mindful of what you say to people, you know, be mindful of of how you word and say things because you don't know you never know what a person has gone through like i said they may not show their uh what they you know their their that side or whatever they may be functioning as normal you know but inside it's something that they may be battling you don't know nothing about because why you don't talk to them you're judging them you know and now you don't trigger something that they probably went through years ago or a couple months ago and now boom so be mindful, even on social media, be mindful what you're putting on the people post, you know, be mindful of all it because people take stuff to heart. People have triggers. And like I said, this pandemic ain't making, making it hard. It's making it hard for some of us. You know, some people don't lost their jobs. You know, some people don't know how they're going to make a way out of nowhere. You got, you know, single parents trying to do what they can. Then you got the school system. The school system is in an uproar, you know. Kids catching COVID. Parents, some parents want the kids home. Some parents want the kids in school. It's it's just a lot. So again, ask those hard questions. Do you feel suicidal? Do you feel homicidal? How are you doing today? If you haven't heard from a friend that you normally hear from or that you normally hear from, you know, but you haven't heard from them in a while, hey, shoot that check. Take don't keep your pride out the way. You know, shoot that text or call them. Let's let's stop let's stop texting. Let's stop doing it. Let's go back the old fashioned way. Call them if you know you have somebody you usually talk to or hear from all the time, and all of a sudden they go ghost. Call them if you had a number. Call them and be like, "Hey, I know it's been a minute, but I ain't heard from you, so I decided to check on you and see how you doing." You know, it is okay, you guys. We have to get that pride thing to the side, you know, because. And then you miss a lot when you got pride in the way. Um, before I get off, I want to give you this um Bible scripture that I um I found. 
Um, and it kind of ties into suicide and hopelessness and all these good things. But it says, choose life with God's strength. Deuteronomy 30, 19 and 20. Today, I have given you the choice between life and death, between blessings and curses. Now I call on heaven and earth to witness the choice you make. Oh, that you will choose life so that you and your descendants might live. You can make this choice by loving the Lord, your God, obeying him and committing yourself firmly to him. This is the key to your life. You guys, I know in back in the day, our families was like, you know, I always pray, I always pray. You can pray. God wants you to come to him. God wants you to turn all your troubles over to him. God don't want us worrying about anything or carrying nothing, you know, that's not of him. But God also sends sends us therapists. You know, he sent us an extra tool, which is therapist counseling. And they give us good tools. Y'all, my therapist has given me some good tools. And when I say they help me, they are helping me. And she's real with me. Don't get you no therapist that's going to BS you. Get you a therapist that's going to be real with you. Mind be going off on me. Do you hear me? <laughs> she don't be playing no games with me. And I'm grateful for that. And I don't take none of it to heart. I want to be a better person. I don't want to take any of my generational curses that was poured up on me <clears throat> or all my hurts and pains that I have endured from six years old until now. I don't want none of that pouring on the family that God is going to bless me with and that the family that I, he's going to bless me to create. I don't want my husband experiencing none of that. I don't want my baby or my children to experience none of that. The generational curses stop with me. Only thing I want my family to receive from me is generational wealth. I want them to know what it feels like to say, okay, I want my kids to communicate with me and my husband. I want my husband to communicate with me. I don't want to be in nothing bitter. I don't even want to be in a relationship right now when I know I got some things to work on myself. When I meet my husband, I want to be okay. I want to be good. I want him to know, baby, you, you got a good one right here. You got a good thing. But I am not moving into another relationship knowing I'm still stuck on Tom, Dick, and Harry from the past. I'm not, I don't even want to bring a child into my mess. Knowing that generational curses are real, but they can be broken. So again, pray about your situations. Be mindful who you talk to. You can't talk to everybody because some people feel like some people prey on uh, empathetic people. Some people will take what you're going through for and use it for their own personal gain. I had to learn it. So be mindful who you talk to. But that used to bother me too, but it don't even bother me no more because God would handle all that accordingly. Y'all have to understand, God will fight your battles. Take your hands off of stuff. Take your hands off stuff. Let's And give it to him. Because when God stepped in, that's all she wrote. But pray, you know, 
if you got that one person you could find in, you know it's not gonna go nowhere. Talk about it. And if you call yourself a friend, like I said, ask that hard question. Are you feeling suicidal? Are you feeling like hurting yourself or harming somebody else? You know, ask the hard question. Watch their gestures. You know, all communication comes in more than one form. So watch how they body language move. Watch the hands. Watch the facial movements. You know, all communication goes more than one way. Um, And also, if you have EAP, or if you're able to afford a therapist, or you have any type of way to get assistance, get a therapist. I remember the last guy I was dating, I even asked him, would you go to a, go to a marriage counselor? He was like, yeah, whatever we got to do to make ourselves better. If you got a partner like that, you better keep him. <laughs> but I I advise you to work on yourself before beforehand. Um, but y'all, check on your people. Again, the numbers are scrolling at the bottom. The Suicide Prevention Lifeline number, the Trevor Project Lifeline number, and the Crisis Text Line number. Um, If you are having any type of suicide ideation or you know somebody who's going through that. Also, if a person is having suicide ideations, do not judge them. Call 911. Stay with them um, and remove anything that they they may harm themselves or you with. Um, I just want to come and talk to you guys about that. If you in Texas, y'all be careful because we are in a snowstorm. Um, and if you anywhere else, still be careful. Be mindful where you at. Um, kids, still wear your mask. Stay six feet. Watch children. Check on your elderly. You know, make sure all them is okay. But again, if you are in Texas or if you are in Mississippi or whatever state you may be in and you want additional information about where you can find mental health assistance or anything of that sort be, you know, you can email me. Um, you can indirect, you can, e- I'm sorry, you guys, you can message me. Um, Hoops and Herders on Facebook, Instagram. You can follow my website. See, can I put that up so you guys can grab that too? You can follow my website um, as well as down there. Also, you can hit, you if you go to my Instagram, it's a link that say Linktree. You can click that. All the platforms will come up, but the website is now scrolling. Also, if you want to just go through my website, that's fine, too. But if you need assistance, you can contact me. Um, If I can't find out, I have a great team that I work with that can get me some information (laughs) and we we can get it to you guys. Like I said, I am a mental health professional. Um, I do this. I have been doing this for a while and Today, I just decided to come on here and really talk about the difference between high-function depression and major depressions, and also to give you guys the numbers uh, that you can call if you know somebody who has suicide ideations or homicide ideations, or you may be going through it yourself. Again, y'all have a great day. I love you guys, and be safe. I'm out.